Hi, I'm Tom Hendrickson from myitcareercoach.com, where we build great tech careers, and welcome to Tech Career Talk. Today, we're going to talk about being a quality engineer with Ashok Tulachan. Ashok, introduce yourself to the people here at Tech Career Talk. Sure, sure, Tom. Thank you. Um, my name is Ashok Tulachan, and uh, you know I've been working as an automation slash quality engineer for about 10 years. Um, you know, I did kind of a uh, full stack engineer as a developer for a couple of years, you know, but I'm back uh, doing quality engineer, uh, quality automation engineer, uh, you know, and I've been doing it a lot. Excellent. Excellent. So you've had a good, well-rounded experience and you've been exposed to a lot of different things and uh, that's correct. Yeah. In full disclosure, we worked together. It's been, boy, it's probably been a few years ago. Yes. Yes. We Tom, worked yeah. together. <laughs> yes, so. definitely. Yep. But we've both got gray hairs to prove it. So <laughs> that's true. Yep, exactly. So to start us off, though, what skills are important to be in work as a quality engineer? Yeah, um, I, you know, that's a very good question, uh, Tom. You know, I get that question a lot. Um, I think, to, you know, to become a successful quality engineer, I think times have changed. You know, before we were thinking just quality engineers as like a tester, you know, you would just um, test the application, try to break it, you know. Uh, Is make sure the product on the product is you know successfully tested uh, before it goes to production. That was the usual uh, definition of being a quality engineer, you know. But as we move along this technology, I think a lot of companies now they want you know you to be like a coder, you know, meaning like you can write code, mm -hmm. meaning that you can write automated tests, you know. So you can you have that um, knowledge of coding, you know, either it's any language, JavaScript or Java or C sharp, any you know. So now the quality engineer definition has changed because they want you not to just do manual testing, but also write, you need to be able to write some automated tests, mm -hmm. you know, but the, the end goal here is to verify the product is, you know, successfully doing what it's supposed to do. You know, it's the requirements are met, you know, and it's doing what it's supposed to do because, you know, without doing that, if you just deploy your you know, application in production, just doing unit tests, it's, it's destined to fail. <laughs> yeah. 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 You need a little bit more than that, don't you? Yep, exactly. And I, I see a lot of people now, you know, and a lot of companies now actually moving to a full stack. And, you mm -hmm. know, that's, I think, which is, you know, actually helps the companies and cost. But, you know, actually, you're losing quality, you know, because yeah. developers, they know, I mean, they can test at 50%, but they won't be like testing as a testers, you know. Yeah. So. Because really that, to be a good <laughs> tester, you have to have the right mindset, don't you? Yep, exactly. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk to us a little bit about how we can use automated testing? Because I think that's so important. <coughs> oh, yes. Third time. Um, you know, basically, when you talk about automation, uh, you know, you, when you talk about automation, you're basically, you know, writing automated tests, which means that, you know, your test script, instead of like doing manual testing, you're actually writing code, you know, so that those manual stuff can be, you know, automated. Right, mm -hmm. which also helps a tester because he can do other exploratory testing. You know, he can spend some of the time doing other, you know, important stuff. You know, um, you know, in order to be an automation engineer, you, you know, you need to figure out what language you're using. You know, and this is the thing that I, you know, get a lot, you know, from other companies. And you know, what language are we supposed to, you know, do right automated tests? Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there has been a lot of debate. Some people like, oh, you know, we need to write in Java. Some people would be like, <laughs> oh, we need to write in C sharp or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And based on my experience, I think it's the language that, you know, the whole team is comfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, because when I started, I thought like, 
in a, uh, I guess, you know, kind of increases based on experience. You know, when we started, when I started becoming a uh, quality engineer, I'd be like, okay, you know, I'll just write whatever, you know, language I'm comfortable on, you know, mm-hmm. comfortable in C Sharp or Ruby or Java, you know, but now it's testing is also, you know, like a team collaboration, work, you know, so let's say I create an automated test. Anyone can run it, you know, developer can also write tests, you know, they, they have some time. They yeah. You know, I think it's a teamwork. So, you know, we need to find a language that you can write on, right? So basically, mm-hmm. if your team is using Java, and it's a good option to actually use Java as your programming language, you know, but if you're like a front-end React, you know, using JavaScript, then you can basically use JavaScript, mm-hmm. you know, and write some automated tests using JavaScript. So it kind of depends on where your team's uh, skill set is. Yeah. You know, so now once you got the programming language, then you need to find out what framework, you know, you want to use, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's like a, basically uh, you're writing test for the um, UI user interface, then, you know, you might want to use, you know, some open source like Selenium, mm-hmm. you know, which is basically a tool for, you know, automating web browser, web application, right? Yeah. So if your product is a web application, so you could use um, Selenium, which is an open source, so it's free. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of people using it and there's a big support, you know, community support. So yeah. you can use that. And then if you're using backend, you're like, your product is a backend, you can just create some REST API test, mm-hmm. you know? And which can be also done by developer, you know? So, you know, it's based on those criteria, you can decide, then you create a framework and you make sure that, you know, all your developers use it. You know, if you're the only one using it, it doesn't make sense you know? <laughs> because it's hard to maintain. Yeah. It's like a, it's kind of like your code, but it's for efficiency, you know, yeah. whenever I, people talk about like automation uh, and stuff, I, I always tell them, you know, as a developer, you write code for your product. As mm-hmm. an automation engineer, you write code for efficiency, you know, yeah. make sure your code is working as expected. Yep. Yeah. So, That's- you know, once you've done that and you got the framework and you just keep running it, you know, use CI/CD stuff. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's run every time. You know, at periods, maybe every yeah. night. Mm-hmm. So, so and that's how I take it. Yep. You talked about you mentioned Selenium. So, yep. and that's a tool that you're really strong in. How to? What's the best way to like start a team out and, and really leverage Selenium to their benefit? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Selenium. I've used Selenium from, since from the early stages. You know, and I think it has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said. Um, Selenium has different bindings for Java, C Sharp, or JavaScript, Python, you know, and so on. Yeah, right? So once your team, you find out what your team product is, either UI or backend, then and after that, and you once you decide what your skill set your mm-hmm. team is, right? Let's say if you're a Java, you basically can, you know, get a dependency artifact. You know, if you're using Maven, you can just download the Selenium Java artifact, you know, using your Maven Palm XML, and you can use all the functions and methods in there, right? Similarly, if you're using JavaScript, and let's say I'm a Node.js developer, I can install the Selenium Java, you know, module from your NPM library, yeah. and so on, right? Once you're there, you know, if you go into the Selenium, um, what do you call it, white paper, you can see all the methods that you can use. And there are also, like, if you're starting as a new um, automation engineer who wants to learn Selenium, you can also, you know, um, go to GitHub and try to find out the sample code source in there. 
you know, and that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like a new, new, uh, if I wanted to, you know, write some new uh, library or want to use a new library, new library, I think the GitHub is the best source. You know, yeah. you can find the sample projects, very easy projects, and you get, you know, used to it. And once you get comfortable, you kind of start, you know, a little bit harder and so on. So you can really jump into GitHub and, and find a lot yep. of great resources. Yep. Yeah. And I, I guess for the people that wants to learn automation, you know, as a beginner, mm-hmm. I also have a lot of, um, you know, I've got created Udemy videos, you know, on Udemy.com. Excellent. Uh, so if you look for, you know, Ashok and if you search for Selenium, uh, you can find my videos in there. Excellent. And I also have a beginner course for Java and Ruby, you know, cool. and those are free courses. So you can basically uh, go there and learn. Uh, those free courses as well, you know. We'll, we'll link that up in the show notes so people yep, can get definitely. to that. Yeah, because that's some yeah. good stuff. Yep. Thank yeah. you. So, Ash, tell us how you kind of stay on top of all these technologies because this, like you mentioned, quality engineering is a field that's changing a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, a good question, Tom. You know, uh, one of the things you know I've been doing as an automation engineer. Um, you know, it's, I guess I've been lucky because I work as a contractor, you know, I work in DICE, I work in Wells Fargo. So mm-hmm. I've kind of like, kind of like seven or eight projects that I've worked on and multiple states, right? Uh, <laughs> and uh, multiple different domain as well. You know, I work yep. in healthcare, insurance, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. financial, uh, you know, like mortgage, different, different jobs, right? And that means that you're working on different products, right? When you work in different products, you're also working on, uh, you know, different languages, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way I uh, I got lucky, or I would say, I stay top of it is like, you know, like wherever I go, I have to learn the language. You know, if I'm working in the Java product, I have to learn Java. Uh, right now, I'm actually working on UI uh, team, mm-hmm. which are using React Native, right? Which yeah. means I need to learn JavaScript. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was also a Node.js backend developer, you know, kind of for a while. So it kind of helped me to learn JavaScript as well, you know. Yep. But, you know, I was in the other project I was doing in Ruby, uh, which is actually my first language, right? Mm-hmm. So if you know this multiple languages, you don't have to be expert. You know, I'm not yeah. an expert developer. I'm just, uh, you know, automation engineer. Mm-hmm. So I have that intermediate knowledge. Now, you know, being a quality engineer with that many programming languages. Yeah. Yeah, because you're comfortable in JavaScript, you're comfortable in Java, C Sharp, and Ruby. Basically, you got the most of your, you know, most used language yeah. right now. So, you know, kind of cover everyone, mm-hmm. right? So I guess that's how I stay top of it. You know, I guess I've been lucky, but mm-hmm. I guess, I, you know, benefit is because I've worked in so many uh, contractual jobs as well. Yeah. So, yeah. and you, you touched on this a little bit already, but for someone wanting to get into quality engineering, you mentioned mm-hmm. like getting into GitHub, kind of maybe yep. downloading Selenium, taking yep. like, for instance, your Udemy course, things yep. like that. What, yes. other, what other resources or things would, should people look for to kind of jump in and get their yeah, hands def- dirty? <clears throat> yeah, so basically, first thing I would probably say is like, you know, go google.com like there's like plenty of sources right yeah so first thing we need to understand what your quality engineer doing is basically testing mm-hmm. right so you need to understand what are you testing and what are different kinds of tests you know that you could do and so on you can find that basically on um, you know online you know google.com or any other sources right so once you get hang of it then you start okay i, I got the quality engineer um you know as a manual tester i know it so how do i basically you know learn automation testing, right? Mm-hmm. Then you start learning language, 
right? And you'll be like, okay, what language do I learn? There's so many languages, out there, <laughs> you know? Then be like, okay, maybe the Java is the first one because it's used by so many teams, yeah. you know? Or let's say you want to do a front end, uh, you're, you're interested in doing, you know, become a quality engineer front end. So now if you can see like React or JavaScript mm-hmm. is being the most common language nowadays. Yeah. So you want to use JavaScript, you know, you want to learn JavaScript. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so based on the languages, then you start learning and you don't have to be an expert on it. You know, you just know the syntax and you just kind of in the intermediate level. Then you can start learning other, you know, like open source tools. And I guess I told you Selenium is the, the most commonly open source tool for your web automation. Mm-hmm. So you basically, you know, edsq.com. Basically, that's the website for Selenium. Um, then yeah. you can go there and kind of, you know, see like what it is about and you know definitely it's going to be confusing because you know they have a lot of information there right then you can go to youtube videos and try to see yeah. what is selenium and how you can install and so on mm-hmm. you know and that's how i actually learn everything you know kind of google it then i kind of go to github and try to understand what it is about yep. you know and most of the open source they would have like all the white papers and like see what the framework is about what other mm-hmm. methods you know that they have and so on and that try to then I try to kind of like clone the sample project and try to you know run it myself, yeah. you know, on my computer and see how it's working. And once I get hang of it, then I kind of like okay, maybe I want to do this or do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's how I actually um, you know encourage people to learn, and that's why I've been learning yeah. as well. Yeah, excellent. Well, Ash, do you have any closing thoughts to share? Um, not really. I guess my closing thoughts is like uh, you know if you want to be a quality engineer. I guess, you know, if you want to be like an automation engineer, just keep learning, you know, mm-hmm. even for me right now, I'm learning a lot of things, you know, like you just got to keep learning, you know, yeah. uh, like and as a common developer now, you know, if you're, you know, using Cobol, you know, that's <laughs> all, those jobs are not there anymore. Right. Yeah. So now yeah. even like me, like even doing Java developer, like there's not many jobs anymore because mm-hmm. people are using all this fancy stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of jobs out there. You just got to keep updated, you know, yeah. find your time. You know, like, you know, like if you work, you know, full time, you know, you go home and you, you know, you, you spend time with the family and maybe spend an hour or two, you know, that's what I'm doing every day. Yeah. yeah. Kind of spend some time, hour a day to, you know, uh, hour or two mm-hmm. before you sleep and kind of study on whatever you're interested on, you yeah. know, do that. And, you know, once you get hang of it, then you can try some other stuff. You yeah. know, just keep learning. That's, I guess that's my <laughs> closing thought I would say. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on, Ash. All right. Thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate it. If you have any questions, please email me, tom at myitcareercoach.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. On behalf of Ashok Tulichan, I am Tom Henriksen for myitcareercoach.com, where we build great tech careers. And thanks for watching Tech Career Talk.